0: Johnny
1: SD. Hey everyone, this is Johnny, and welcome to episode 97 of the Travel Like Boss Podcast. I'm here with Simon Partridge and Jenny Lacks. How you doing? Hi, Hello. how's it going? So I had these two on originally on episode 77, which is about six months ago. Mm-hmm. And I think that was pretty much the first time I met you. Mm-hmm.
0: That's I think how you met
1: me, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah, you. I'd met you at the yoga thing. Okay, but briefly. Yeah,
1: yeah. And now we, we've become pretty good friends. Mm-hmm. So really happy to have you back on the show. Uh, One of the things that you've been doing that's been really cool is you've been blogging about becoming a digital nomad and kind of making your first dollars. Yes. Uh, What was your blog again?
0: Well, I actually rebranded it to Square Hippie, Uh and I write about the journey of becoming a digital nomad. Why Square Hippie? Um, Because, first of all, I didn't want it to be too travel bloggy, so I wanted to have it kind of open so I can write about anything, Uh and also it's like the mixture of me. I'm a little bit of a hippie, but I'm also kind of square because I'm a scientist. Nice. Yeah.
2: And, and Simon what have what you been up to? Uh, a lot of editing um, been sort of trying to make my way into dropshipping with varying success mm-hmm. um, I have also have plans for a kind of travel blog starting soon but that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's something that's going to happen over the next few weeks I think I'm going to set that up
0: okay cool
1: mm-hmm. so it's been uh, what when, do you guys remember when you started traveling?
0: Uh, over two years ago now yeah October Denver,
2: 2013 Yeah, yeah. that's, that's mm-hmm. crazy right? yeah I don't know where it a went. Yeah. <laughs> Any regrets?
0: Uh, should have done it few. sooner. Really? Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely that. A yeah. uh, bit of money on a credit card somewhere that we started to deal with. <laughs> okay. but that's not really it. I mean, don't regret the money that was spent, but <laughs> regret that that exists. But, okay. Uh, yeah. I like it. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I we were back in
1: Chiang Mai. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys last in Copenhagen. Yep. And internship ended a bit early. Mm hmm. Uh, touch. Yeah, but how would you like the island itself?
0: Beautiful. Okay. Yeah, really yeah. liked it.
1: And so, yeah, I don't think anyone we ever talked about on, on the podcast, but basically what had happened is, so unfortunately there's not going to be another internship. I think a lot of people are looking forward to it next year. Mm-hmm. But I think what happened, without going into too much detail, is the co space that organized it uh, ended up realizing it's a lot more work than they intended it to be. Uh I think that Lisa girl that was originally supposed to be running it, she left even before it started yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah, mm. some circumstances. And then yeah. the owner, he has other other priorities, mm-hmm. uh, and it just didn't work out. Mm. But the cool yeah. thing is, when I came down to visit you guys, mm-hmm. it seemed like you guys had kind of created your own community within just with the other interns. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. 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 yeah and and you're still pretty good friends with all of them.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, a few of them actually ended up dropping out before we even started as well like Lisa cool. but the ones who remained we're friends with them and they're going on traveling themselves now so. yeah yeah I'm
2: sure we'll see a few of them on the road uh, you yeah, know mm. Levi she's off to Australia now to live for oh time. nice uh, yeah. really is um, she where
1: is she now is she in Chiang Mai she's, she's in
0: she Penang for out. a holiday okay
1: nice yeah, just
2: passing through I think she's in in Sydney for New Year's and then she's gonna stay there to work for you on like, a, nice. a working holiday uh, what
1: about travel Dave
0: travel Dave has many big plans yeah. he's just been, he's just returned back to Europe and uh-huh. for the first time spending Christmas at home again in like years I don't yeah, know yeah we saw him long. briefly in Chiang Mai just yeah, before he, he was, destroyed the spheres yeah. Okay. yeah nice yeah. and yeah. he's got big plans he does have big plans yeah he's got his 10 year travel anniversary coming up
2: that's yeah. cool yeah yeah, he yeah. Yeah. Us
1: yeah I had him mm-hmm. on the show too while I was down in um, about 10 episodes back I don't remember, mm-hmm. I don't remember which one uh, so who else do you keep in touch
2: with
0: uh, Jenny, she's coming, we haven't actually been that much in touch with her, but yeah. she's coming to Chiang Mai She, she now. came a little
2: later to the internship, yeah. so she's okay. not really part of the internship, did but like, yeah. Yeah, I no, don't no, even no. know how long it was in the uh, end. <laughs>
0: apart from that, the uh, resort owner, Anne, was still uh-huh.
2: in touch with oh, no. her. Yeah, we had a really good relationship yeah. with her, that's one okay. of the best things that came out of it.
1: What, what resort did you stay at? Cham beach. Yeah. beach Okay, mm-hmm. yeah I went there um, to watch the sunset with you
2: guys yeah. beautiful place yeah it's lovely yeah it's yeah. a really chilled kind of simple kind of bungalow beach resort it's really, really nice mm-hmm. kind of a, yeah. a, w- a slight bit away from the, the, the crowds yeah
1: it was mm-hmm. kind of like in the not the touristy I guess yeah. kind of yeah. yeah but I mean it's a beautiful place I think yeah. you know, it would be nice for like families or couples mm-hmm. I guess
0: yeah that's basically yeah that oh, awesome. it's okay. lovely they got a fair share of party yeah. animals too no, yeah. not that. We <laughs> also stayed uh, in touch with a yoga teacher who was awesome. Right? Yeah.
1: yeah, so you were t- you were telling me that you would just do yoga on the beach every
0: day? Um, well I tried to do it every morning, okay. but I did it regularly yeah. with Mata. She comes and does classes at Cham Beach. Mm-hmm. So we did it right there on the beach bar. And then I did some by yeah. myself as well. Nice. Yes.
2: My... I did like yeah, they had a boot camp there as well, <laughs> so I used to do not as often as I should have, but uh-huh. Uh, Yeah, that was pretty cool on the beach. So as far as like business size, what did you guys, what
1: even, like, what did you actually work on while you are in Copenhagen and like, you know, what
0: are you guys kind of do now? Mm. Well, basically for me, I started off from scratch. Like when we arrived in Chiang Mai, which was only a couple of months before we went to Copenhagen, I only had just started freelancing, like the first couple of dollars that I made. Uh So when I arrived in Copenhagen, I... Wanted to get that going, oh. like more, get more out of it, yeah. and signed up for Upwork. Uh-huh. Had my ups and downs with that, <laughs> kind of got better. Got my hands into translate, got into translation a little mm-hmm. bit because I'm German. Um, writing, freelance writing, but not so much SEO. More, more blogging. So uh-huh. that's also better paid and is more fun. And now I'm starting to make websites as well. Oh really? So, oh, cool. Yeah, that came out of my blog because I, when I started. When I moved it over to WordPress, I had to learn about all of that. Mm. And then it kind of came from there.
1: What were you on before?
0: WordPress.com.
1: Okay. Yeah. So for those who don't know the difference, Mm. (laughs) you want to explain it briefly? It's a
0: big difference. So basically WordPress.com is if you don't want to do very much with it. If if it's just for you to keep track of your photos or show your family at home what you're doing, or it's just a hobby, then that's fine. But you will come to a point where you can't actually do as much with it as you want to. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to go... Get your own hosting and go with the more it professional customization.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, if you're on WordPress.org, you can basically make any website in the world. Sorry, I get
1: yeah. yeah, No, yeah. it's true. And I think it's mm-hmm. something, it's a crazy number, but like almost half, I think, yeah, I think it's like yeah. 30 or 40% of all websites mm-hmm. in the world, including like NewYorkTimes.com, mm-hmm. a lot of big
2: websites yeah, yeah, are yeah. made on WordPress. Yeah. yeah, yeah. some people were telling us some crazy ones. I mean, you wouldn't even know. But yeah.
0: somebody said eBay was on it. I don't know if that's true though. That I not I don't think that's true. <laughs>
1: uh, but you know huge platforms. So when people wow. say I you know, use WordPress, they technically mean WordPress.org, yeah. but you would actually never type in WordPress.org. No. I think you, it's yeah. You would actually just sign up for some hosting company yeah. and then install the WordPress Te- I don't know. plugin like site? Host, yeah. I don't know. What and it's
2: a, it's a bit of a pain in the ass because I mean Jenny pulled a few hairs out over trying to switch over and stuff like that because we're, mm. you know, we're not great technical uh. people. So we kind of... <laughs> but that's also the beauty of WordPress because you yeah. can pretty much Google every problem you mm. have yeah. and just find bits of code to put in and so, like whatever fixes it like somebody has usually done it before. Mm. So on WordPress.com, the migration to self-hosted mm-hmm.
1: WordPress, how hard was that?
0: I actually ended up... Getting someone to do it for me. So when I signed up for my hosting, I used an affiliate link from WordPressbeginner.com and they offer free migration service. So I signed up to Bluehost through them and they did it for me. So I didn't have to do it. But a friend of mine, she's just currently dealing with it and it's not that nice. It's It's hard. If if you're a beginner, it's hard. If you know what you're doing, it's a five minute job. So.
1: Okay, cool. Mm. Uh, I switched one of my sites from, I don't know, somewhere to... My word, my hosting now, which yeah. is SiteGround, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think they either give you a free domain name or yeah. they will transfer your site for you. Yeah. So that's who I use. Um, besides for the free um site transfer, was there another any other reason why I used WordPress Beginner? No. Okay.
0: But that's not so. No, that was the only reason. And okay. I you just use they have different affiliate links for like Bluehost, SiteGround, anyone. So I just went with Bluehost because I got. I, They've got good reviews. They've got really good um, customer service and okay. support. But I've actually used SiteGround in the meantime because you suggested oh. it. And it's really good. Okay. Really good experience with it. you've managed
2: well. to, like, over live chat, and get SiteGround to do yeah. some stuff for you because you didn't really, know how to. They've been pretty, pretty good.
1: Yeah, I think that my <laughs> only complaint about SiteGround... And it's not even really a complaint. It's because... So, basically, the only complaint I've, I personally have and that of what people have said is the... The tech support is really like really smart and they know they're smart. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of not very nice to you. They're just kind of like, I know what I like. Yeah. Like it's like that sense of uh, it's like, I don't know, I guess talking to um, an Apple genius guy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) But at the end of the day, I'd rather have someone be actually know what they're doing and then just like tell me like, hey, you know, let me do my freaking job. You know, I'm an expert at this. Yeah. Yeah. Then have someone be really nice
2: but not know what they're doing. Yeah, it's probably I've, better. Time. I
0: must have spent about ten hours on the live chat with SiteGround working wow. on my first client side. <laughs> She's like a. You was, they must have hated you. <laughs> I, in the end, they helped me so much because I was like, I can't do it. I'm really sorry, but <laughs> very cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, yeah. So if anyone's curious, the reason why I, I use SiteGround over Bluehost is just because they have less people. Mm. Um, so to me, you know. Less things can go wrong, and then if you need to call them, you know, you know, they pick up the phone pretty quickly. Yeah. So maybe five years from now, site grounds gonna get so popular that it's mm. gonna suck. But f- as far as right now, it's you know, it's kind of like that good balance of, yeah. of the two. All right. yeah. uh, so you do- pretty you, you documented mm-hmm. how much money you were making online. Yeah. Uh, what was like your first like dollar or or, and then what was your first like hundred dollars?
0: Well, my first seven dollars were was SEO writing, which mm-hmm. I got in Chiang Mai through Dave, mm-hmm. Travel Dave, who got me some writing words for friends. But I've actually gone off away from that now. Okay. Because it's it's five hundred words, it's like six or seven dollars and it's you know, it kinda really boring? Yeah, it's boring. It's it was a good it was a really good opportunity to get into mm. it because I've never done anything like it before. Right. But now I get paid much more for like blogs and stuff like that which okay. is also much more fun yeah. yeah and the first dollar first hundred i would say that was all seo writing mm-hmm. and then it kind of went i did a little bit of fiverr then i wrote my ebook that i that we published while i was mm-hmm. in company yeah uh y-
1: your guide to Oktoberfest. yeah
0: octoberfest on a budget more beer for your book <laughs> nice I
1: like it uh, how's that been yeah. selling
0: um slowly but i've also been pretty bad at publicizing it and okay. advertising I released it just before first, but there wasn't really that much time yeah, before that so okay. next year hopefully I can yeah, we'll push big it push. but I've sold like 25 or really? 20, no 20 20 maybe that's yeah. pretty good that's pretty good yeah. yeah so I actually made a sale a couple of weeks ago as well I'm like Ooh, Ooh. We, Ooh, we thought it was unexpected. a pretty good idea
2: I mean it's obviously a seasonal one but yeah. next year we can push it but it, it was Who fun knows?
0: to write so. okay
1: good yeah. I'm like, glad yeah and it's fun that you're, you're doing all this mm. and I think it's nice for people to see someone who's kind of just starting out with mm-hmm. it and you yeah. know, and especially if you continue to post this, I mean, yeah. you start crushing it. People, people can go back seeing, seeing you know, that how yeah. excited you were to make seven bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's it. I remember the first seven bucks. You're like, wow, I've never actually made money online. Yeah. And then PayPal takes their three percent or whatever. But still, and it's
2: nice to like cut through some of the myth as well because a lot mm. of, I mean, I I know you've you know down the years you've you've shown how you've made your money and how oh. you have got there, and that's really interesting for people to see. But like. Sometimes you all you see is people that have got there and you, mm. they all seem really successful and you're like, yeah. how much crap have they had to go through yeah. to get to that place? And Jenny's kind of spilling the beans on that. So Yeah,
1: yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. And yeah. dealing
2: yeah. with people on Fiverr and Upwork and stuff <laughs> is actually pretty painful sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty. I'm doing some Upwork stuff at the moment as well. And um, just getting people to tell you what they actually want mm. is something that people can't communicate to you. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, so one of my friends, she's
1: a... Web developer, mm-hmm. and she just wasted, you know, I think forty hours of her time or something,
3: mm-hmm.
1: going back and forth with a client who didn't know what they wanted, mm-hmm. and every time she would make an update, she like, you know, they would talk for two hours, figure out what the, uh, you know, what the client really wanted, mm-hmm. and she would explain it and say, "Is this what you want?" And mm-hmm. the client said, "Yeah, that's exactly." And she would do the work, mm-hmm. and then the client would be unhappy. Uh, but in a way where I think kinda just, no matter what came out, it's, they just don't know what the hell they want. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I would suggest to everyone kind of listening to this is welcome uh, changes and like consultations, mm-hmm. but just build it into the price yeah. mm-hmm. and just say, you know, make it very clear. Say, mm-hmm. um, you know, here's the scope, what I'm going to do. And as many changes as you want as many like drafts as you mm. want it is this amount of money every time and don't feel bad to build them mm. because that you know I think what had happened the reason why I got to 40 hours is uh, they just feel, they feel like it was a sunk cost mm-hmm. like they you know she put in so much work already so she's like well now I have to make it good yeah. when thinking back it would have been better just to drop that client yeah. in the first place yeah. or, or risk losing them mm. by charging them 80-20 hey yeah.
0: But yeah, no, that's something that you really learn. It's just how to deal with clients, and especially when you do visu- visual stuff like websites, because mm. people are really, they find it really hard to see what, like, to, to see the outcome that they want. They, they can't visualize it. So mm-hmm. you're constantly changing stuff, and they're like, oh, I didn't expect it to be like that. I can't really imagine. So that's pretty hard.
2: Yeah, you just have, and as like a freelancer, I think you just have to be more. Um, more kind of strict with clients mm. as well just being like you have to have this down and have them and it might make it look like you're being pedantic but mm-hmm. like you, the, you see all these writing jobs advertised and people put a budget but they don't put how much writing they need mm. like how many words or pages they mm. don't put a time frame they don't even they get the, get, they the put the topic sometimes. sometimes not even the topic Then mm. sometimes none of that and you're like well what kind of advert is this for a job you're not <laughs> telling me anything about this it. yeah. crazy yeah. I don't know what the game is but yeah uh, but it's also a good. Source. I just um, edited learn, a book through Upwork, which paid pretty well, mm-hmm. and the book was actually pretty interesting sometimes. it oh, yeah. nice! It was okay. like an autobiography of like an Iranian um, expat, like <laughs> oh, he was wow. fighting against the uh, Islamic Republic and wow. stuff. Okay, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's it'd really been translated from Hebrew, and he didn't. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. so it's fun stuff does yeah. come up too. But.
0: I'm just translating nice. a drinking game. <laughs> <laughs> really nice <laughs> yeah, from oh, English what? to German. Nice. Yeah, they're friends who I actually met in Kupang, uh-huh. and. They made this game. They coded it. They made it. So translating it. Very cool.
1: So it's like an online game?
0: Yeah. It's called Drink and Tell. You can already get it from the iTunes store. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I like that. So do you think that freelancing was definitely the best way to start out?
0: For me, yes. Because when we actually arrived, we wanted to do drop shipping straight away. Uh Because we listened to your podcast. And we're like, Mm -hmm. well, that's what we're going to do. And... The problem was though that we basically didn't have any money saved up, so you mm. kind of need to get some money in anyway. Mm. You to need, be- like
1: live. Yeah. yeah,
0: and to be honest, the whole drop shipping. I want to do it still. I'm still uh-huh. interested in it, but it's not anything that I'm very passionate about. Mm-hmm. So it was harder for me to really get excited about it. Yeah. Whereas this, because I focused on my blog first, and then I got mm. some writing gigs through my job, uh, through my blog, and so on. So I'm actually interested in that. But still, like this challenge that I set myself. Dropshipping is going to be part of that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I like it. Good. Yeah. Maybe vicariously through me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so so,
1: as a couple, are you sharing your expenses? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, we've kind of had all of our money in one pot for a long time now. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: And so <clears throat> I think that's actually a good thing because with, with Jenny's um, freelancing income, it's mm-hmm. pretty, you know, you know, it's going to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's yep. going to be now, pretty steady. At this right?
0: point, I'm kind of got some regular clients.
1: It was like eight to ten. Mm, okay. That's okay, pretty low. So, um, when it came to no sales. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then that's the thing. It's weird. It's almost this weird thing where you would think that if you let's say you have ten or ten a day, mm. you would think that like
2: oh, okay, well, it'll just take four times longer. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it doesn't. Do, it doesn't work that way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's something that I'm I'm kind of looking forward to fiddling with that. And mm-hmm. and here's a plug for you. They just I don't, don't even mention this, but they uh-huh. just added the PLAs course to Dropship Lifestyle. Yeah. That was again like that for me. The best things in that course were the the, sh- the Shopify course, which uh-huh. Anton's sister is it? Yeah, yeah. Does and the PLAs course because uh-huh. I was literally I'd just put the ads up. I was like, mm-hmm. I've kind of just sort of shoved that together. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's right, and I hadn't been on the on the website, the Dropship website, in a while. And um, they, there was just this new course on yeah. PLAs. I was like, great. <laughs> like, yeah. And I went through all of that and kind of I, I didn't I didn't um, finish doing all of the steps to it, but it was already. Clearly, going to save me a hell of a lot of time. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I so really pleased to see that.
1: POA is product listing ads, which is um, one of the primary ways that you know you you advertise products for um, you know e-commerce or Mm -hmm. dropshipping in general. Uh, What's funny is while you guys are listening to this, Anton's course is closed. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's not taking new members for the rest of 2015. So sorry, guys, you can't sign up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I actually misread that email. I thought that like I wouldn't have access to it as a male. Like, oh, what? right. What's oh, going on?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so I don't. I don't know when he's going to be opening it. Um, he says he's gonna he's gonna shoot for like mid January. Mm. Okay. But yeah. he's completely redoing everything. He's I think yeah. he's refilming all the videos. Yeah. Um, he's restructuring the actual site. I think he's actually going to make it in a way where it's kind of like gamified where oh, nice.
2: once you go through a section, you get, like... Oh, that's a cool idea. Yeah,
1: like you like you have, like, a progress
2: bar, oh, or, like, nice. so like it kind of makes it... Duolingo you know, kind of thing. Yeah. yeah cool. That's actually a pretty that's cool
3: pretty idea. That's a good idea. Yeah.
1: So I'm excited for that to come out, um, but, yeah, I mean, in case you guys are listening to this after January, you can just go to AntonMethod.com and check it out, yeah. uh, but uh, I was going to ask you guys, I wanted to ask you guys more about what your plans are now for, for travel.
0: Hmm traveling well we're still in chiang mai until the end of the year Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. then we're
0: going to hong kong for new year's and to disneyland and then why disneyland (laughs) i want to go to all disneylands in the world
2: yeah we've got everything we went to um california last last year yeah Yeah, and we've been to the the paris one before 2012. we love it like the place is really clean and nice everyone's so friendly there's loads of kids enjoying themselves there's loads of fun cheesy stuff going on you kind of it's hard to hate. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's really nice, yeah.
0: Anyway, that's just anyway. one day, and then we're going to yeah. Vietnam for a few months. Okay. One of my friends is coming from San Francisco to do some work there. And we're yeah. meeting her.
1: Is she the reason why you're going to Vietnam, or the yeah. reason to come? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Mm-hmm. really, because yeah. she's
0: also
2: pregnant, which is nice. It'd be nice to see her.
0: Okay, don't tell everyone about that. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it's, I don't think <laughs> I they know her, her. Okay, yeah. yeah, it's okay. yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a year and a half since we were in California last. Wow. Week. Okay.
1: Nice. What are you looking forward to in Saigon?
0: Uh, well, we're going to Hanoi first. So uh-huh. the big one is Halong Bay there, obviously. Oh, nice. okay. And the food. Uh-huh. And then Hoi An, which is supposed to be really nice. And we have quite We've a lot really of nice nomads about as well. Yeah. Okay. And, we yeah. found this amazing place on Airbnb as well. Mm, nice. Yeah. And my brother is coming to visit in Saigon, so I'm okay. excited about that.
1: Cool. Uh, I haven't been to Hoi An actually i haven't been anywhere besides saigon mm-hmm. but i've heard hawaiian is the most like the best place yeah it's, it's beautiful it's nice Over here.
3: um
1: saigon i know huge episode about it so you guys can just look that up mm. uh i'll have it in the show notes it was chiang mai versus saigon because yeah. that was like the two big hubs okay um basically this the summary is saigon is good for people who like really big kind of crazy cities mm. uh and Chiang Mai is good for people who like kind of just to chill, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You know, like a little bit more peace and quiet.
0: Yeah, I'm dreading it a little bit to be honest. I'm I'm a bit scared because just yeah. the traffic and things like that. I think yeah. are going to be insane.
1: But I always remember, I mean, what's cool about the lifestyles we have mm-hmm. is
2: we can leave. Yeah, <laughs> yeah It Doesn't work out, you just move yeah. on.
0: That's yeah. the exciting thing now which that we're kind of cool. getting to that point where we can actually afford going somewhere else now. Yeah.
2: Which is
1: so. Nice. First, so that your first job paid seven bucks, seven, yeah. And then, when did it like, like, can you tell me the progress? Like, how long has that been?
0: So, that was in what July, and uh-huh. I did that for a good few months. And then, some other writing jobs came along, and funnily enough, a guy left a comment on my blog post that I wrote mm. about Upwork about my terrible experience with Upwork and he said he had a job open, WordPress writing. It's actually ghostwriting, mm. so I can't tell you anything too okay. much about it, but it pays about uh about 15 times as much as what I've got for the <laughs> wow. Oh no, about maybe 10 times as much. Okay. But I another friend who I met in Australia, she's the daughter of my old boss in Australia. She contacted me. She's a content manager for a mm. blog in Australia got me a job that paid literally 20 times as much as the SEO writing for one article and it was way more fun to write about it because it was about travel Yeah,
1: yeah. but I think that's how people start Like you have to start somewhere you have to take those I guess you don't have to take the crappy crappy
2: jobs but that's the easiest way
0: yeah you gotta start somewhere and you
2: get to know what you Really don't like doing and what you do yeah. like doing as well. Like you've done some stuff which you really hated and some stuff which I, you were. Kind you know of what the at. SEO
0: thing? I'm not too keen on doing that much more, but I didn't hate it yeah. either. Yeah. You, you can actually enjoy everything a little bit, even writing 28 articles about office refurbishment. Yeah,
2: she so. gets me to look over them because sometimes uh, she doesn't know where commas go and stuff. But like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how many articles I've just checked over that about. Yeah, it's a good idea. Androgynous is that it? Androgynous, yeah. the but I, it's also kind
0: of a catchy name. Like when Will yeah. Simpson changed his name.
2: They're imagining this foxy lady, yeah.
1: but you know Eric Bishop is also a cool name, mm-hmm. so he can easily be known. It as It could that. be.
2: It sounds to me a little bit like a character from Coronation Street. It's like a middle aged, yeah, middle aged. Because yeah. it was too dirty. No
0: way.
2: Wow. Yeah. That's insane. Good for China. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know they had it. Had it in them. Yeah. <laughs> well, with all the what? new agreements
0: yeah. now, they're not. They can't even get yeah, it out. Actually. They can't even burn the stuff that they already have out of the ground. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense.
2: Yeah. No, it would have been nice if it had happened after we got all of our money out of the country. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but we hey, still have some there. These are the things, like, these, the, you know, the, I don't know if the bots fluctuated much since you've been in Thailand. Oh, a ton. Yeah, yeah. see, so these things happen. I mean, yeah. you just got to take it.
1: So when I when I first came to Thailand, I would get about 30 baht to the dollar, mm. and oh, now well. I'm getting 35. Yeah, yeah, 30, yeah, 35,
0: 36, nearly. Which
1: is insane. Yeah like that's a huge I'm almost getting like 20% more yeah. value than I did before
2: yeah. that's like that's kind of the amount we even lost in the dollar gone, yeah. in the but
0: for has gone up a little bit now living here and earning in dollars now because we're now we li- earn US yeah, dollars usually, uh, yep. see that's
2: another good thing about freelancing mm.
0: is yep. yeah.
1: regardless of what country you're from you can earn in US yeah. dollars yeah
0: like most people are happy to pay in dollars uh, obviously it would be cool to get clients in the UK where you get paid in pounds mm-hmm. because it's always good but yeah dollars is really good it's nice yeah it's
2: good 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 currencies
0: But <laughs> it's almost the same as the euro now as well isn't yeah. it dollars and euros are yeah so
1: well. so good time for us americans to travel to europe yeah this summer johnny will be coming to europe Yay. and so will the two of you right? yes
0: we're yeah. finally going back home
2: we're not sure where yet but we're going to try and live in a few different places for yeah. like maybe a month in each place or something mm-hmm. okay but go
0: to the warmer places first when yeah. it's still cold yeah. like spain, spain maybe. portugal italy and maybe Germany. maybe the Canary Islands—they're really popular for digital nomads at the Okay, moment.
1: where's the Canary Islands?
0: They're just like off the west coast of Africa. Okay, yeah. So like south of Portugal. Yeah. Okay. Southwest, southwest. very much southwest. Yeah.
1: Uh, I have some friends um, that are in Portugal mm-hmm. that love it, and they say that it's super cheap. Mm-hmm. It's like it's by far the cheapest place in Europe. Yeah. But you still have that same European. F- vibe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot warmer than the rest of Europe. Mm. So I'm definitely gonna check that out.
0: Yeah. It's still like twenty degrees now at the time at the moment, I think. Mm. Around twenty degrees uh Celsius. And we've only Mm. really
2: been to like the the main European country, so we wanna check with you hear more and more about Eastern Europe, so that's Mm. somewhere we want to check out and apparently you can live there super cheaply if you go the right places and live well.
1: Yeah, Prague is cool. Um Uh, I and I I I keep seeing Mm, people post about Sofia Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah. Which I never thought would be
2: on my radar. No. I, I mean, I know nothing I've, I've about it. I've heard Bobby. so I literally much about nothing. it
0: recently. So many people are going there. Like even our friends here in Chiang Mai were all talking about meeting there in the summer mm. because mm. it's the new place to go. Yeah. It'd be interesting. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm really curious yeah. if the next Chiang Mai is going to be somewhere like Sofia, Bulgaria. Somewhere's going to be. Yeah.
2: How long do you think Chiang Mai's got? Yeah. Do you think? Do you think it's going to run out of? So, you know, it's going to get too big at some stage, surely. What do you reckon? I
1: think it really depends on... I would say the main factors would be visas.
3: Yeah, agree.
1: If, if Thailand makes it harder for digital meds, uh, people are, you know, are slowly going like, to not come here as often because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yes. it's going to be more of, kind of a pain. Yeah, yep. true. Um, I think one of the, the best things about Chiang Mai right now is the cost of living is actually very devalued.
3: Mm-hmm. Like,
1: for, for no reason... You know, like yeah. it, it should yeah. be a lot more expensive, yeah. but it's okay. not. It's, you know, everything. Everything is so cheap. And I, yeah. And even like restaurants, I, um, I went to my, that chicken and rice place. Mm. No, 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 sorry. The bone soup place. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They raised the prices uh, and they were really apologetic about it and went up by five bucks. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what? Our fruit shake lady. The price went down by five baht. Really? it went big. from yeah. twenty-five to twenty baht. Yeah, the south
2: came out. I don't know <laughs> That's how. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, especially so, compared uh, with the island that we lived yeah. on as well. It's probably like uh, everything on the island had maybe like a thirty to fifty yeah. percent premium or. So five baht is about
1: fifteen cents US. Yeah, yeah it's nothing. And yeah, I think um, if prices whatever for reviews catch up, then you know maybe we, it would then. If it's the same price as, like, let's say they're in Portugal or in Sofia, then maybe people might move as well. Or
0: even on a Thai island.
1: Yeah, or other islands, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so, you know, that happens. Uh, I have noticed, though, my building has gotten a lot more expensive. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also people coming for very short, like, amounts of time. And they know they have to pay a premium.
3: Yeah.
1: And the landlords almost, they almost, like, kind of screw them on purpose because they don't want short-term renters yeah. Yeah. so instead yeah. of charging 18,000 baht a month they're charging them 25,000 mm. a month which mm. is you know significantly more yeah. but people just pay it because they're like oh I'm only for a month anyways yeah. mm. uh, and I think that's kind of messing up at least this building but the, the good thing is they're building so many new places
3: yeah, everywhere.
1: so I think even if you know, and, and you know a lot of people actually get mad at digital nomads for well,
2: driving up sure. prices I'm sure Yeah, I would totally. it's, ama- it's amazing how many condos are getting built all the time like uh, there's so many you just walk around this area but there are so and many digital nomads in Chiang Mai well. at yeah. the moment
0: I went to TBEX in October and ev- like half the people I met were going to Chiang Mai for a few months afterwards yeah. everyone and we're still, yeah we're
2: still definitely at the stage where like there's a really good scene here and it doesn't feel like crowded mm-hmm. or like there's too many people or the prices are going crazy. It's really nice. It's,
0: I agree with you though. It's crazy how cheap it is. You, it should be more expensive. It should be more expensive.
2: Yeah, Everything should be more expensive.
0: And Food
1: should be... Yeah. Yeah. The combination should be everything. more expensive. The taxis is, should be more. Yeah, the taxis cause you are
2: have, five times you have as, every, as much on the You island. have everything here really and it's kind of like... It's almost like somebody hasn't realized it yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. hey, this is a really good place to be. And... I think that's
1: one of the reasons why I like it so much because I really like value. Mm. You know, that is one of my favorite things in the world is is value. Uh, And I think I've always been that way. You know, I've kind of always grown up in a very frugal family. And you know, for the longest time, I didn't have any money. So Mm. I really, I really liked doing research and Mm -hmm. getting good deals and stuff. Yeah, same, And living in Chiang Mai is kind of like you just get a good deal on everything always. Yeah. Yeah. That's true.
2: Even places that are more expensive, it's just kind of like, oh, fair enough. Yeah. Like, it's it's $4 instead of $2.50. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so we,
0: we had a girls' night meetup, mm-hmm. digital nomad girls, and we paid 75 baht a glass of wine yesterday at an Italian. Wow, Australia. that's really cheap. Because they have like half price nights, so it's, it's like $2. $2, $2, $2 yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, wine in Chiang
2: Mai is not very good though.
1: Or no. in Thailand, not yeah. really good.
2: No. and you would usually expect to pay a lot more but for it was, wine. For yeah, yeah. but it was like Italian house it.
0: wine, so it was fine. Okay. You know? Great. Yeah. Everything's
1: cheap. But yeah, so I, I think there's that. Um, I haven't actually met anyone with a six-month tourist visa that's new. No, no, not yet. So I think kind of depending on how easy that is to get, that's going to you know, play a big um, factor.
2: Well, it like a bit of a sort of false dawn a little bit. It sounded really promising at first and afterwards. It sounded actually no more convenient after well, all. Well, you
0: have to get it at home. That's yeah. the
2: issue. True.
1: Oh, that's, that's right. I, Canadian, I always forget yeah. that. <laughs> so I'm going back home next week. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I'm going to apply and hopefully get my new six-month tourist visa. Mm. Okay. So I'll, I'll report back on how easy that was. Because yeah, if be it's, you know, if it's relatively easy mm. uh, or just as easy as getting, like, double entry, mm. then my life is going to be awesome. I'm yeah. going to be able to come and go as I want. Yeah, you can help in to, it out. Yeah, I'm not going to have to make another... Um, I, can, I would have to leave the country just to like get a new stamp every yeah. couple mm-hmm. months but I'm not going to have to go and get a new visa which yeah. just going to make it so easy mm-hmm. so if that you know works out as easily as I'm hoping it's going to be and uh, I, I think Chiang Mai is going to be even like a bigger hub. yeah mm-hmm. strengthened by yeah. possible
2: yeah a lot of people are coming. From.
0: yeah because for a lot of people it's like you're living in this country that's so close to everywhere else Mm. you might want to just go to bali for a week or whatever or you want to go to hong kong or singapore Mm. but you can't because then you're losing your visa that you just applied for and you paid for so you can't actually leave the country as often as you want yeah
2: yeah Yeah, we were checking out our visa options in vietnam and you you can either do a single entry or a multiple entry one which is nice to have that flexibility Uh, yeah multiple entry it's either one month or three months and we kind of i think we're just going to stay in vietnam so we're just going to get a single entry but it's nice to have that option to know you're not sort of Stuck in the country, and you're not going to waste one of your entries or something. Yeah, so yeah. Like...
0: I'm hoping that Penang in Malaysia is going to be the next hub. We
2: really liked it, yeah?
1: yeah. Did you okay. a nice time and though.
0: They give you 90 days for free, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's that's easy awesome. there,
3: yeah.
0: yeah. That's a really nice place. Good
1: Penang, me. that's random.
0: Hmm. Okay. I really like. We like to sort of. I want to open a co-working space. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of
2: people, because it's the place from Copanyang, It's the place where people do their visa runs, uh-huh. and um, a lot of people from there don't like it. But I think that's because they're kind of island people and they prefer the chilled but Yeah, a yeah. right. yeah. kind of bustly town. Yeah, but we It'd thought it was fun. really cute, like old old colonial kind mm.
1: of. Yeah, it was, it was a cute place. I remember going to Georgetown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 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 Loved it. Um, They have yeah. some islands kind of close by, like the Penang mm-hmm. Islands, mm-hmm. which I haven't been to, but they were really nice. But what's nice is from there, you can fly to Borneo, which has the best scuba diving in the world. Really?
2: It's still pretty untouched, is it? Uh,
1: Very untouched in in certain aspects, Mm. like tons of fish life, more than you'll ever see anywhere else. Oh, Uh, But lots of garbage in the water.
0: Like in Indonesia.
1: Yeah. And it it drives me freaking crazy that it's the... I don't know, it's the culture there, the lack of education, the government. They yeah. kind of de- People just throw everything in the water. People yeah. throw, like, they, I mean, you just find so much plastic, so yeah. many plastic bags. find, like, diapers in mm. there. It's just, like, it really put me off with the experience. No, uh, but the diving itself and the fish life is so incredibly good mm. that you kind of just turn a blind eye to yeah. it, yeah. you know? Uh,
0: That's basically what happened in the Gili Islands as well. Yeah, you have do that
1: a little bit. Yeah. But you know, so many options, so many possibilities. Mm-hmm. Uh and on your last income report that you published, mm-hmm. what how much what's your income up to?
0: So my last one was from that I published because I'm a little bit late at the moment. That was from October and I had made just over $900.
1: Congrats. Thank you. And was that enough to pay for your your month like your living expenses
0: yes so we okay. were living on Copenhagen and we didn't pay rent mm-hmm. but it was actually a pretty expensive month because we did a week in Penang for a border run mm-hmm. and I had a week in Bangkok for TBEX for the conference
1: which is travel blog travel blog trip.
0: exchange yeah okay so those were two week long trips okay. but I still managed to I think, how much did I make like I think I spent about $750 and okay. I made a just over 900 nice so, so you actually, gotta save a little bit yeah. a little bit
1: speaking of which so do any travel bloggers actually make money <laughs>
0: that's, um, that's the question that's isn't the it? question I oh. met so many travel bloggers well obviously at that conference but not only there in Chiang Mai there's so many and I would say out of the people I met 5% make money
2: that's actually higher than I thought yeah. the, thing, the thing with travel blogs is what counts as making money from your yeah. travel blog okay. so I think a lot of people do make money sort of indirectly, well, no, directly from being a travel blogger, but okay. not necessarily from their travel blog. Okay, so like what do they... Like, I don't know. Like, they got, get free trips or like, Yeah, they get f- free stuff, which is obviously okay. keeps their costs down, or they um, do writing for other people, which is work they get because they have a blog. Okay. That's what but I it's got. Not necessarily... I, was,
3: yeah.
0: I only got that job because somebody read my blog, and okay. I don't even have many visitors at okay. all, you know? I don't get...
2: But, yeah, Maybe. it's always slightly mysterious because you never quite know how from one blogger to the next is making what they're... What they're... There are
0: people who do make money, but yeah, the market you're... is completely flooded. Uh-huh. And it's hard. I went there it's real hard, already it? kind of knowing that I didn't really want to be a travel blogger because it's very, very hard. And just going there and seeing how hard people work. You just never switch off because travel is then your job, you know? Yeah. You can't go to the full moon party and just enjoy yourself. You have to film and you have to Snapchat and you have to Periscope yeah. and Instagram and Facebook and twi- tweet and everything at the same time.
1: I, I, I've hung out with a couple of travel bloggers yeah. and it made me not want to be a travel yeah, blogger. Yeah, exactly.
0: Me too. Um, but
1: pressure, yeah. I interviewed, uh, Sabrina Uvio of just one way ticket. Yeah. We yeah. met her here. Really cool girl. She introduced
0: us to the cat cafe. Yeah. <laughs>
1: nice. And, uh, she makes at the time. This is yeah. episode forty-one. Mm-hmm. She was making. Was while, right?
0: Oh yeah, listen to that episode. Yeah. I remember. She was
1: making three thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. mainly from affiliate links on her her blog site yeah. for like yeah. Agoda or other um like other travel related yeah. things like hotel booking, mm-hmm. which you know fits in perfectly. Yeah. Uh, but I think aside from her, every other travel blogger I've met has been.
2: Yeah. You know, it seems like yeah. a, lo- a lot of the. Not, not, not to try and give people a lack of credit, particularly yeah. someone like Sabrina, who's doing really yeah. well. I think all the travel that are doing well or uh-huh. doing better, there's been some kind of like serendipity to it. Like some yeah, kind okay. of. They've just sort of a caught a wave. Yeah. Not necessarily by design at the right time. Like, cause I know Sabrina did really well out of her Philippines connection. Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily all one hundred percent her being really smart about getting like, yeah. involved. Yeah, good timing and I mean, she did a great yeah. job of it. And
0: she writes really nice blogs. And likewise yeah. we and heard, she... really nice photos.
2: Yeah. Like we've we've heard about other people who've had sort of incidents that have led them to write something that's come gone on to something else and yeah. like somebody's some small blogs randomly got picked up by yeah. like the Huff Post or something. I met and a girl that like
0: you'll like the story. She's a Dutch girl. She quit her job in the Netherlands three oh. and a half years ago, saved a load of money mm-hmm. and has been traveling off that money since three and a half years. Okay. She bumped into a guy... She's been in Latin America for most of the time. Bumped into a guy that she met, just hung out mm-hmm. and turns out he's a journalist writing for Vice magazine. Uh-huh. So he interviewed her. Okay. She's like, yeah, sure, interview me. She didn't even know what Vice was oh, at wow. the time. So it went viral. Uh-huh. This girl has been on holiday for three years. You yeah. know that kind of article. Yep. You, you know those articles yeah, yourself. Yeah, yeah. And she got... Over a few weeks or whatever, because all the other Vice magazines around the world picked it up. Oh, so yeah, she has twenty thousand Facebook fans. Okay. She doesn't cool. even have a blog yet. So she, I met her
2: at. Oh, that's so funny.
0: At T-bex, and she's like, "I think I should blog." Like, she, she's amazing. She has yeah. all these stories. And I'm like, "Yes, you need to write them." You know. So
2: some, I think sometimes there's a bit of luck involved. It, but, you, but you can also make your own luck. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah. Uh, it's like uh, <laughs> we're having lunch with Chris, your, your friend Chris. Yeah, um, like before you left Chiang Mai, and he was oh. talking about how you've been blogging about stuff for years and years, and like. Yeah this is the thing that's really like this gone crazy for you. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, um, I, I got kind of lucky where I, so people joke that if you Google, if you Google anything about Chiang Mai, mm-hmm. my blog comes <laughs> up yeah. and people are like, man, Johnny's SEO must be so good. <laughs> I don't do any SEO. Yeah. Uh, it's because I just happened to be writing about stuff when, about Chiang Mai cause yeah. I was living mm-hmm. here and I, I really liked it and, and I just wrote about stuff. Um, and nobody else was writing about it yet. Yeah. Mm. So you know, Google really likes it when you're the first, mm-hmm. and, and you're you know basically putting out unique content that people are searching for or will search for in the future. Yeah. Uh, but isn't out there already. Yeah. You know, and they, and you know that is my secret. You know, yeah.
0: influencer.
1: Yeah, and you can't necessarily design that. You couldn't have necessarily foresee. Yeah, because I didn't know that Chiang Mai was going to be a digital nomad hotspot. Yeah. You know, I liked yeah. it for myself, yeah. and I wanted to share it you know and but did i, I mean, maybe i, I got lucky cuz i'm yeah. sure you know people were writing about this in philippines or in bali or yeah. somewhere else where they thought it was going to be yeah. cool or yeah. they but wanted to share it's not
0: only that it's because you then became successful that kind of spiraled everything you know because mm-hmm. we or people like us then want to be digital nomads as well look mm-hmm. for where should we go and yeah. Chiang Mai is the first thing that pops up because you put it out there
1: Yeah,
0: you know we wouldn't have known otherwise so then more people come and it kind of goes you know snowball that's true yeah.
1: Yeah. and uh so one of my kind of in- weird indirect like biggest sources of traffic is Peter Levels created that the nomad list
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. where Chiang Mai is ranked number one yeah always but it's because Chiang Mai really is the best place mm-hmm. and then people but then so people you know search like Things about Chiang Mai, yeah. like cost of living, apartments, mm. you know, digital nomads, and then my blog comes up because I wrote about it. Mm. Uh, but I guess I don't know it's more like chicken before the egg. Yeah. yeah, exactly. If, if yeah, if I didn't write about it, would he? You know, would he, I? Don't even know if he would have heard about it because he probably heard about it from someone else yeah. who heard about it from someone else. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the whole that's funny that you say the chicken and egg. I always call it the. I always call it that as well because when you start looking into this whole blogging about digital nomad kind of thing it's always well, were they digital nomads before they blogged about it Mm. or is blogging about it making them digital nomads because they're making do you know what I mean because then you make money from the blog it's always this conundrum like are you already there when you write about it? Or yeah. are you, that's why I wanted to start right from the beginning, like mm. saying I'm not actually one, but I'm trying to be one. Yeah, shall I make it? Just to like be clear. But like I think that.
2: that kind of snowball effect is true of anything. Like say this, I think you do make your own luck in the long term. Yep. Not if you're not going to get lucky every time, but if you just keep doing stuff, you get like just with the freelancing the more work we've done Mm -hmm. the more there's connections like I did like Travel Dave who we talked about earlier I did some editing for him for some ebooks. books he recommended me to some Mm -hmm. friends Mm -hmm. I'm editing a book for a publishing company that's hopefully going to recommend me for more work and everything just kind of goes like that yeah Yeah,
1: and here's a key element that you know we kind of overlook is the stuff we do has to be of exceptional quality or 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 add a lot of value Mm -hmm. I'll say it doesn't need to be you know like, I don't, I don't spell check anything, you know. I probably don't have the best grammar in the world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I really try to provide a lot of value in those. Mm-hmm. posts. Uh, yeah. and, and good content. And actually, I have to thank Sabrina because she's the one that turned me on to these mega blog posts.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, because yeah. she only updates like once every two weeks or something. Yeah. But when she does, she's like, well, if I'm going to write a post, I'm going to make it comprehensive. I'm going to yeah. have mm-hmm. photos. I'm going to have video. I'm going to have a lot of good text. Mm-hmm. And... For example, of what not to do, if you search Cambodia on my blog, <laughs> uh, it is broken down to like nine different posts. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: And I was smart enough to kind of label it day one, Cambodia day yeah. two. But it would have been better if I just did one mega, yeah, you know, my summary like week. Johnny's guide to Cambodia. Yeah, the
0: ultimate guide to. Yeah. yeah. Or you'd make three ultimate guides and then pack them into an ebook.
2: <laughs> yeah, you
1: definitely could do that. Yeah. There's so
2: many options. Yeah but yeah no it's true I think you yeah, and people don't come to you looking for dickens but they come for someone who's like gonna give them something that they can take away yeah. in terms of you know whether it be about Chiang Mai or dropshipping or whatever you know yeah. yeah and
1: yeah and you know what like it's, here's here's advice I'm gonna give everyone is even if you have no idea how you're gonna monetize something don't worry about it because you can always edit and add add in a yeah. link to it somewhere later or turn it yeah. into an ebook later or
0: use uh, Yoast SEO and tweak it that way <laughs> what the SEO plugin for WordPress <laughs> you just go through all your old blog posts oh there go.
1: So yeah, okay <laughs> <laughs> it out, Yeah, I like it yeah. alright so um, it's good talking to both of you yeah it's really good nice seeing again. See you yeah. again yeah it's fun to hang out and I will see you guys in Europe yes I hope so. So, we'll meet in Berlin well Yay. yeah we're gonna meet in Berlin that'd be fun yeah. uh, so for everyone listening uh, I want everyone to have a super awesome Christmas mm-hmm. you know I hope um, I, you know I really hope everyone spends time with loved ones friends family and starts off the kind of new year right uh if you've noticed we are almost at a hundred episodes so as a kind of a special uh, hundredth episode celebration the guests are going to be you guys the listeners oh. Oh. so if you want to go to travel like a Boss and you click hundredth episode there's uh, instructions on how you can just record a quick 30-second or um, memo of whatever you want to talk about. You can, you know, cool. introduce yourself and just, you know, and that's going to be the show. Nice. That's, that's a really fun. cool I idea. Like
2: I thought you meant us two for when I was like, well, we're on this one. And, uh, <laughs> it's going to be boring for everyone. Yeah.
1: Episode cool. 100, we're going to have the same conversation yeah. again. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's about it. Um, if they want to reach you guys... Uh, what, what, what are your blogs or social media?
0: My blog is squarehippie.com mm-hmm. and on Facebook the same or square underscore hippie on Twitter and Pinterest and Instagram. <laughs> and
2: okay. the, every
0: no, other square, channel. www.squarehippie.com Okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, and my blog, which is a work in progress, is called Untravel Blog and it's actually a parody travel blog. But it doesn't exist yet, so <laughs> listen to this podcast and like three weeks and then it might
1: be real. <laughs> or so you, you, you can follow Jenny first and yeah, yeah. I'll post right, that hers will I'll be better alright awesome uh, everyone thank you for listening and I'll see you next week bye bye thank you bye. thank you for listening to the Travel Like a Boss podcast if you want to hear more including the bonus How to Choose the Perfect Niche episode join our mailing list at travellikeabosspodcast.com See you next week, and remember, if you want to travel like a boss, you need to be your own boss. So start your online business today and start living the lifestyle you've always dreamed of.